and welcome to another episode of Meta Sidekicks. This is M. M, say hi. No. My name's Liv, and we're your sidekicks to all things metaphysical, spiritual, and I don't know, things, weirdness things. So today we're going to be talking about spiritual spankings, the spiritual spankings that we received in 2022. We did one last year for 2021, but this is uh, lessons that we learned, I guess, for the course of a year of our business meta psychics as psychic mediums and silly weird people of the internet. Yeah. So let's start with what M and I have learned. And I'm trying to figure out where I put the page on the internet. And it's telling me that it doesn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? I'm trying to be able to see your lovely face and the notes that I have on the internet. But it doesn't want to show me both because it's being a butt. But uh, it's, uh, uh. I mean, the computer. And if you guys don't know, we're recording this remotely, so it may or may not sound good. No one give us <laughs> I'm any sure it'll be fine. schmack about it. So one of the first spiritual spankings that I have had from 2022 is figuring out parallel universes exist. <laughs> so we just released one of our podcasts where we talk about parallel universes. And if you guys don't know what that is, essentially... You have these decisions that are laid out in front of you, and you think that you're just making one decision. However, there is a parallel universe where you make the opposite one. And it's interesting because we came on this topic long ago when we were actually recording Liv's house reading. Because during that reading, I was like, there's this weird guy here. Talk to him. Is he for your house? And Liv was like, um... He's not for my house. He's for you. And I was like, okay, who is he then? So this man ended up being M's future self, which is entirely wild because I didn't think that future selves existed at all. No, you did. You thought I was going to be a girl, though. <laughs> well, yeah, which is why it's weird, because then it gets into like alternate timelines and parallel universes. So in one parallel is universe, <laughs> you're supposed to be a guy... And I'm supposed to be a girl, but the, well, it was confusing because the first time I thought I was going to be the guy and then you were going to be the girl, but that yeah. your future self in the alternate timeline where it's opposite came forward. And like the whole time answering these questions for you, just focused on trying to figure out how this guy was for you in the first alternate future selves of us. I was the dude, but then in this one, you were the dude. So that's literally all I was focusing on the whole time <laughs> I was answering questions for you. Yeah, because at this point... I've I had a lot of other mediums be like, these are these things that are going to happen to you. They're going to happen to you at a very specific time and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's when he came forward and was like, did you know that free will exists? And it's because parallel universes exist because we talk about like soul contracts and people think because there's a soul contract, then you know why you're coming here. There should be predetermined things because you basically are making a plan for your life. However, the things that are in your soul contract are not predetermined points. They're decisions that are going to come your way because parallel universes exist. So when a decision comes your way, like I said, you make one decision and then a parallel universe happens where you make the other decisions. So because of that, that allows free will to exist and it also allows for the fact that I'm going to be a girl in my future life and a boy. 
And we just got done having a radio interview with Sheena Metal on her broadcasting station. And she asked if Twin Flames, because Em and I are Twin Flames, if it would if it was like the possibility of being romantic in this one, because we know a lot of you have shipped us already, which we're 100% <laughs> okay with. However, it was funny because I think we caught her off guard with our answer of in a romantic relationship as Twin Flames in a future life. And she was like, what? Yeah, well, A, I don't understand why she didn't know what future lives were. She's missing out. But what is funny is the entire time I was asking my future self these questions literally through Liv, and the, her only focus was, aren't you supposed to be a girl? <laughs> literally the whole time. That's all I was thinking about. I couldn't get over it. But yeah, that's why it was like super confusing, too, because... I she was talking about future selves before this and the fact that I was going to be a girl in my future life and I was like if a future self exists then I have to do certain things in order for you to exist which is why the male alternate reality version future self of myself had to come forward and be like well we told you about the girl universe but also you made decisions in your parallel universes that make me happen so deal with that i just couldn't the entire time for like a solid 20 minutes you were asking me questions could not deal with it at all i was like wait no i'm the boy i'm gonna be chivalrous and he's like no stop it yeah because i was asking questions but i wasn't explaining them very well and she was just giving me yes or no answers and was basically like they say this is gonna make sense to you but i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> So just to clarify, we are not in a romantic relationship in this life. What? However, she's my wife. In a just to confuse all of you. Uh rude. You have yeah, someone I have calling a lot of you. Things going on today. Which is a slight mental this breakdown four minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we're not in a romantic relationship in this life. However, Emily is a Bruno Mars marry me standards, my not legally binding wife. That my husband will have to deal with for the rest of my existence. However, in future lives, we're going to be the best husband-wife weird duo thing to ever rock the planet. Are we, though? You want to ask my future self that? <laughs> no, that's a lot of pressure again. A lot of pressure? You a just need to pressure. not know what I'm I mean, asking. I already have to be your husband and your wife. That's enough pressure. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I want to know how it goes. <laughs> So the next thing that we learned was about viewing timelines as a medium or as mediums. Isn't that what we're talking about? Oh, I was thinking about like when we react to haunted videos or go to places, we'll see multiple timelines of people existing or like perceive them with our mediumship abilities. Oh, got you. <laughs> so when we <laughs> reacted to... Oh, what is it called? The something house? The Newland house? Yes, the Newland house, as well as when we went to the Wilson Castle in Vermont. It was wild to see multiple timelines of people existing with, I don't know, I think I perceive them clairvoyantly. Well, mostly clairvoyantly. But, like, for example, when we were sitting on the, like, what was it, a terrace? Mm hmm I was perceiving people playing cricket on the front lawn. <laughs> Yep. From, like, the 1850s, but then into, like, the 1920s was people in the house as well and, like, up to, like, present, more present day, I would say. So, like, the 60s, 70s, 80s. 
it was it's weird just like seeing people in different timelines existing in the same space but you can tell that they're from different timelines like i think when we were watching the newland house a little boy and a little girl who were from absolutely separate timelines but as spirits were interacting with each other presently in our time yeah the time just means nothing well i mean that goes into the parallel universe thing but isn't that residual energy or is residual energy something else no it's not residual energy because the difference between residual and active is residuals like an energetic imprint on a place or base basically it reloops on its own little non-interactive line of time whereas an interactive active haunting is where the souls are actually interacting with their physical surroundings and the people like you them and i while it's happening and the little boy and the little girl were interactive or an active haunting during the reaction video mm-hmm got you yeah, that's what I thought you meant by that one. The thing that I wrote in there. Thing. No, I wrote that in there because I learned how to read people's timelines through a crystal ball. So what I mean by that is we went to the Bel Air house and they had crystal balls like hanging out. So I sat down with Janelle, who's on our ghost hunting team. And I was like, I'm going to I'm going to read your crystal ball. I'm going to give you a crystal ball reading. And she sat down, and I fully expected to start seeing spirits behind me or something, because that's, like, what they say happens when you do scrying-type things, like crystal balls or, like, mirrors. You're supposed to look into the reflective surface and see things within the, like, reflection or whatever. However, a spirit came up to me that was in the Bel Air house and was like, that's not how it's going to work for you. And she showed me a whole bunch of strings coming out of the one side of the ball and then one string coming out of the right side of the ball. And she was telling me because uh, Janelle's grandmother stepped forward and they were telling me about how I could use the crystal ball to almost like magnify at different points in time. And these strings represented different timelines of people. So I could go back to the left where the person was younger or go towards the future or more present tense to the right and that the crystal ball was the point in time in which I was able to focus on one aspect that's why that's on there <laughs> that's cool because timelines in houses I don't perceive like I don't know. Souls always tell us that things are not happening in a past, present, and future type of way. They are for us because we're in the stream of time, but they're still using the same earth in order to exist on a specific timeline. So our lives are happening presently, aren't happening, or are about to happen, and have already happened. So when we go to places that are super, super old, it's almost like you watch souls from that aspect or from that era because you're already seeing things that are from that era because the buildings look the same, things are in the same position or similar position. So it gets your mind in the right mind frame. We talk about the fairy eye, like see through dimensions almost. And that's kind of the way that I perceive the timeline thing you're talking about. Yeah, it's super cool. Next thing that we learned remote viewing things versus physically being there 
So we started a ghost hunting team, and when I say we, I got all of my friends together, and I told them that we were going to start ghost hunting, and Liv was nervous about it. <laughs> Correct. I'm still nervous about it. Yeah, well, I didn't know that you were going to be on it, because <laughs> you told me you didn't want to, so I was like, okay, well, then I can find, you know, people to go with me if you don't want to go, it's fine. But she decided to go anyways. <laughs> Only but, because I love you. I mean... It's up to you. Again, you don't have to come if you don't want to come. It's only because I love you. Very scared. Okay. If something happens, I can't be like my twin flame, the love of my life, the apple of my What's eye. What's gonna happen? Fairy, the fairy of my eye got hurt. I gotta be there to protect you, you know? What's gonna happen? <laughs> I'm not worried about the dead people. I'm worried about the alive people. Uh-huh. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So, as you guys know, we do a lot of, like, reaction videos and stuff like that, where we remote view locations. And what remote viewing is, it's basically, like, talking on the phone with spirits versus, like, going to their house and talking to them. And we learned the difference by going on our first ghost investigation, where we went to the opera house, the Twin City Opera House, and at the opera house, we were perceiving these weird dark shadow people and the weird dark shadow people started interacting with our equipment because Anthony came up and was talking to me about how he had a conversation with the tour guide or the guy that like let us in the building about what we were perceiving during the night and he was explaining that these three dark shadow people were like travelers that came to visit the opera house but we were seeing them as like these not so great people and because we were talking about it it allowed them or gave them free reign to manipulate things in our environment so a soul came up to me and was like you should stop asking these specific questions because asking them while being in the presence of them allows them to manipulate things around you versus when you are remote viewing them it's more like talking on the phone with them they're not going to necessarily be able to physically manipulate things around you starting a ghost investigation team was very validating for me but i don't think it was for live i think it scares live because it's like when you were younger is that correct yeah i like being safe in my own mind yeah, I just don't believe the things that are in my head. So when I see them physically, it's validating for me. It's not scary. Mm. So when we went to the opera house and I was physically seeing people walk around and then telling the man that was giving us tour about the people that I was seeing and he was like, yeah, those are the people that are said to be seen here. And I was like, uh -huh, okay, I wasn't a real medium, but okay. I wasn't until now. Still not. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way, but I don't think that's ever going to go away, honestly. I don't know. I think it depends on the person. I'm never going to be one of those people, I don't think. Same. At least not as of end of 2022, beginning of 2023. Who knows? Maybe next year at 2023, I'll be You'll able to be like, I'm ugly. I'm proud. You'll you know? start seeing them like you or me, and you can't tell the difference between them. <laughs> Ugh. There'll just be a yeah. dead person standing next to me and you'll come up to me and be like, hey, Em, who's your friend there? And I'll be like, there's no one standing next to me. <laughs> He'll be like, my name's Philibert. How can I help you? Philibert? <laughs> if you know, you know. You know. <laughs> so the next thing is what I believe, but Liv does not believe. It is every, well, okay, it's 
can people be born a psychic medium or can people learn to use their gifts in a mediumship sort of way? And we did a podcast about this. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And it's based upon this movie that I was watching because weird enough, meditation isn't just one of those things where you sit on the floor and like breathe funny. You can also do meditation in other ways like listening to music, driving in the car. Or for me, it's watching things on TV or watching movies. So when I saw this movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once, my spirit guides were explaining to me how mediumship works in regards to people's gifts. Because in the last two years, as you guys know, with our journey called Metapsychics, I have figured out that I'm a psychic medium and I've figured out that it's like kind of overrated in the sense of people think it's this like very paranormal thing, but it's not. So I feel like a lot more people talk to spirits but don't even realize it's happening. And this movie, this movie was about parallel universes, which is weird because my spirit guides were using it to explain to me how mediumship is kind of a gift that people have access to, but it is a overwhelming thing to be bestowed upon so in this movie and you guys can watch the like full podcast or listen to the full podcast to get the full story but basically there were these people that are able to transcend lifetimes because it's about parallel universes and they have to use this specific technology in order to be able to transcend lifetimes and be able to control it and things like that. However, there are a few people that had the ability to do it without the technology. However, in regards to that, there were a lot of speculations of these people are going to get really sick. These people are going to get stuck in certain aspects. Like it's going to be too overwhelming for them to be able to transcend lifetimes in the amount that they are doing and in the way in which they're doing since they're not using the technology. So my spirit guides explained it to me in the sense of this technology could be seen as divination tools. So people are relying on divination tools in order to receive mediumship information. But there are a few people that don't necessarily need the technology or these divination tools in order to receive messages from spirit. And that is the difference between someone that does not claim to be a psychic medium versus someone that does. You have the abilities because I personally think that you should have the abilities because you have a physical body that you're able to communicate with other physical beings versus you have a soul which should be able to communicate with other souls. However, being in this physical existence is hard because there's a lot of things that are preventing us from seeing the spiritual side of things, which is why people need to use the technology because it's that physical connector thing that allows them to communicate with spirit. However, it's still that kind of clutch type of thing. It's the physical thing that makes it more in bite-sized pieces in order for people to communicate with souls. So that's why I believe people are all born mediums, but it's the difference between how you are able to realize these gifts and kind of work through the egotistical, physical aspects of it. But Liv still doesn't believe that, so. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a differing of opinions for me. Like, I understand what I'm saying everybody just like you can have psychic abilities can be a medium but i don't think it's something that you can decide i think that again is something that a higher 
power or source does because it's dependent on who you're supposed to be in this life. And I think if realizing that you're a medium is one of those things, then great. I don't think it's something that you yourself can physically do. It's something that you're either supposed to do or you're not. It's just more of like my spiritual beliefs. Right. Yeah. Well, the next thing that we've learned this year is that spirit guides can be your past relatives. And that was probably like the very first things or one of the very first things that we learned this year, I think. What was the other thing you said with this? Oh, you can talk to souls of people that are still living. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So first well, to get with, to move on with the first thing she said that your spirit guides can be your past relatives. We last year thought that because your spirit guides have to be with you from the time you were born, you can't have a relative that is currently living with you be your spirit guide because they technically are alive and not alive. But the reason that can happen is a because reincarnation does not mean that you're going to reincarnate into the future. You could have two simultaneous lives happening at the same time, to which could possibly happen with your spirit guides, whereas your grandfather could also be your spirit guide because they're two separate lives living simultaneously. But with yes. the other thing, Liv started talking to uh people's souls even though they're still alive. <laughs> Which absolutely blows my mind, and I've done it four times so far this year, two of which were, like, separate in and of themselves, like, different months, different people, things like that. But I think it was actually last week where I had two readings back-to-back -back where souls of people who are currently living right now were like, hey, what's up? And I was like, no! So three out of the four people were entirely okay with it, and then the fourth person was like, that's impossible, because my grandmother is still living. And I was like, I used to think it was impossible too. However, I no longer have of that opinion. So I understand why it seems absolutely preposterous because I thought it was preposterous too. But if parallel timelines work, which so far our spirit guides have explained to us and we've explained to you guys, then it is possible because bulls hop out of the stream of time. And even if you're physically bound to them right now you are aren't and haven't but are going to be living in a different life so well it doesn't have anything to do talking, with parallel universes it's just how the stream of time works time is already laid out so technically you haven't been born are living and about to die or have already died well yeah but that's like so. with mal like parallel universes though because this person in another universe has already died well yeah but Ew. This life has already passed as well. Correct. Exactly. It's just crazy so, for... Which one are you to talking to? Are you talking to parallel universe? Or is a parallel universe the same soul? How many a split of the soul are you talking to? It has to deal with this one. So I'm going to have to say my final answer is that it's the, the soul that is passed for this timeline. Because yeah. one of the most recent ones was a client. Their father came in to talk about things based on like what's happening now and what might happen with their health as a person, basically prepare and have this one person who was my client, sort of the person that's going to be able to help the people knowing that these things are going to happen and what some of the trials and tribulations might be. Just to be like, as me living right now, I do pass, these things could pop up in a future sense and this is how I think we should handle them. So... When did you start doing this? Was it after you realized how time works? 
I think it's after we realized time works, but we had to re-record the alternate universe, universe timeline parallel well, dimension yeah. thing. But like I knew this happened. that was a thing a while ago because that's why I described the like stream to you. Because if you guys haven't heard it, I say this a lot. Time is like being in a river or a stream. Because you are in the current of the river, you view time as linear, past, present, and future. However, rivers have the ability to branch off and go into a whole bunch of different things, which would be the parallel universe type of thing. But at the same time, the river is already laid out. So you have the ability, when you are a soul, to jump out of this stream of time because you're now not a physical being that is bound by the current. So that's why spirits are able to jump in to where Liv and I are talking to them in different times because they're able to walk along the bank of the river and then jump in to talk to us. So because you have lived your life, even though you are currently living it, you also have the ability, your soul, to jump out and then come and back to talk to us. So when did you figure that out? You figured that out with parallel universes? I think it was after we recorded the first parallel universes when I forgot everything and didn't understand how it worked. And then we had to re-record it. And once we re-recorded it, I think it was like a month or so after we re-recorded those episodes that the other two instances have happened. So I feel like the first two times it happened, I did not really remember how parallel universes work and the stream of time to rationalize how it could be plausible it happened and when it did happen i was like okay i know this is gonna sound weird and my clients were like no no no, it totally makes sense and i was like i'm glad that makes sense to you it does not make sense to me but carrying on but yeah we did a reincarnation video where we prove reincarnation is a thing and we talked to the soul of what was his name bad with names i can't remember Go watch Honestly. it or listen to it. We did a podcast on it. And he was talking to us. He was explaining to Liv that he wanted his name to be the same because his past life name was whatever it is because we forgot. Sorry. We're bad at names. But his currently living self had the same name. So he was telling Liv, he was like, I wanted my name to be the same to honor my father. And she was like, that doesn't make any sense because your father is past because this is your next life like you're you're dead your father's dead what do you mean and he's like time doesn't work like that so he described to me this like multiverse aspect of things and how timelines don't necessarily line up with the past present and future that us as physical beings are viewing but in these like clusters of experiences so like i said his dad is currently living, is about to be born, and has already passed. And that is true for everyone and everything. Really sweet, because he's like, I just gotta have the same name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like Em said, your spirit guides can also be your past relatives, but they can also be your relatives that are living right now, too. Because time means nothing and everything's a pickle. Literally. Yeah, but technically that would still be considered a life. So they would be living two lives simultaneously. Yes. So reincarnation for that one. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Code STAPLE20. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. 
Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at (laughs) beatthestigma.org. Now, the next thing that we learned is that mythological creatures can exist on a universe parallel to ours. And we learned about this one in our mermaid video because not only do mermaids exist on our plane of existence in this timeline, but they also exist on our plane of existence, but in a parallel universe. So the weird, creepy ones that I have had a past life with. Oh, wait, I have a question. What? Oh, since you, I had a past life as a merman and you had Mm -hmm. a past life as a mermaid or mermaids. Okay. And what was I in those past lives in parallel universes? You were an orca when I was a merman in this universe, this timeline. But what about other timelines? So to rewind, if you don't know, Liv had a past life as a merman and this merman was scary because he lives at the bottom of the ocean. So he has what really big eyes and is he's like has two legs and two arms. So his feet aren't like tied like a fishtail, like the little mermaid type of thing. And he's blue. And when she was doing that thing with her life, I was an orca whale. So we were same, same, but different. Like we didn't exist together because obviously I'm an orca whale and I'm not going to go that deep into the ocean. And I'm a whale, not a a sea man. (laughs) But there's also... You just had uh, to put that in there. But there's also a... uh, parallel universe where i see myself as a mermaid and i have this blondish like dirty blonde hair and half of my body the bottom half looks like a manatee tail like it's gray or like a whale tail and it's like little plump thing on the bottom so i asked her i was like is that real or am i making things up and she's like it's probably real you've probably lived many lives as mermaids and i was like oh god (laughs) Because you also told me that I look like one of the fey versions of a mermaid, which is like, like literally, serendipity. yeah, which is like literally the, the little mermaid looking things. That would make so much sense. Oh, well, maybe that's why serendipity is your spirit guide, because yeah. you lived in a plane of existence that was the same as hers. You yeah, guys were like friends. Also, I have a fairy guide because we were fairies, but same sort of realm. She's telling this me there's all- different realms of fairies. This is also probably wrong, but what if I am serendipity? She says close, but no. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> she no, no, speaks no. very I didn't think clearly. I was right either, but I just wanted to be an ass. She's telling me because we think that these mermaid people are fey beings, but she's like, it's a parallel or alternate universe of the fey realm. Sorry, she just whispered that into my ear because she's like, I was like, why do you look like a mermaid? Shouldn't you look like a fairy? And she was like, well, you know how you have parallel universes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have them too, but they're different. Yeah. Oh, anyways, the scary ones exist in our timeline, which is one of the mermaids that I was, merman. Emily existed as a version of the mermaids that live in a parallel universe and those are the ones that people talk about in like some folklore 
um, such as like the Little Mermaid. So those ones exist, but in a parallel universe. So the reason you don't find them is because you perceive them metaphysically. So it's when the timelines get really close and they sort of overlay like the Mandela effect, maybe. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, because I talk about you... it with Bigfoot, too, in the future. Yes. <laughs> talk future about Bigfoot. Episode. Well, it's a future episode. Oh, oh, oh. Just giving true. them a little spoiler so they come back, you know? Because yeah, everybody well, keeps asking us if we're doing Bigfoot, and I'm like, that sounds dirty. Of course dirty, we're doing but... Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like parallel universes or the timelines match up so you see them as if it's in our existence but they're actually not in our existence it's more of like a movie theater effect like a projector a little bit uh, your ability to see them within this timeline is like a projector on a movie screen so that's why people are like i saw them i really did and it's like well you did actually but it's it's different which is why there aren't like physical things for them yeah Oh, the next thing that wait. we talked about is the wait, Akashic wait, Records. Wait, wait, You listening? Okay. So then, who were you when I was a mermaid in the in the uh, parallel universe? That's what I asked you. You can't ask me the question that I asked you. Yeah, I'm asking you now. <laughs> oh, you didn't it's easier answer for you my to see question. You. I who did. You? I said yes. <laughs> now, now I asked you a question. Who are you? I know. That's what I asked you. You no, you asked tell me, me who I was. You asked me, did I incarnate with you when you were a mermaid in the parallel universe? And I said, yes. So now <laughs> you can answer my question. <laughs> who were no, you? You have to read me. I'm not reading myself. Well, I don't know how to do that. Me neither. Well, why not? I can see my plump little fishtail. Sounds sexy. I don't think you were a mermaid. So I'm Probably asking. not. Were you a man? I don't know. <laughs> I think you were a man. And I think you saw me. And then I stole you out of the sea and made sure that you never left forever and ever and ever. No. <laughs> I captured you and put you in a jar and was like, dance for me, fish woman. I think you were a sailor, dude. I see you Do you like docks. boats? Boats and hoes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so what? You don't know who you were? I don't think so. I don't know if I have the brain power for that today. She also talked to my dead soul because we passed over that. Possibly. Gonna... I don't know. I don't. You told me I'm gonna that. get <laughs> watch the video, but she she told me I was gonna get a hip replacement, <laughs> and I have a gray and white cat, and my hair is short. And she's like, "So now I'm gonna do all of those things oppositely, yeah, just to spite you." Yeah. <laughs> I also said that you're gonna be on a boat, like you're gonna paint. On a boat in the middle of like a river or a like pond or something because you're gonna have the big giant dreamy mansion with the dual staircases for pillow races and mattress races and everything well but you hate painting and you hate boats because he doesn't want the dual staircase <laughs> yeah but it's not gonna be up to him but i so. also want to get the staircase despite him as well aries <laughs> Yeah, but it's not going to be up to him because you're going to build your house. I, I think know. he'll be there. Spite. But... <laughs> the... I just I just needed to know if he was going to be there to watch the fact that we're going to have the staircase be most of the house. <laughs> just grumble about it. Be like, this is not efficient because my boyfriend's like, we got to have efficient stairs in our house because we both want to build a house. And I'm like, 
But I really like those old Victorian mansions that have like a grand staircase so that I can go into fancy outfits and scale the staircase. And I don't know how to go down the staircase word. You know, it's my dream. Wow. (laughs) Slide? No, I'm walking down. I'm in a freaking like poofy gown. Oh, okay. And when I die in that mansion, I'm going to be in that poop. Like, you know how people are like, you got to wear what you want when you die so that when you haunt a place you're in the right kind of outfit you know like what's your haunting outfit mine's gonna be a freaking large poofy gown wow scaling the stairs didn't you just go to the mall when you're dead and change your outfit well people believe that the outfit that you die in that's the outfit that you stick to when you're a soul interesting yeah and i think it's funny so they're like if you were to die right now what is your 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 haunting outfit look like and then there'll be like goth and there's like goth people on there and they're like does this look good (laughs) jesus (laughs) because they actually look like those victorian people that people see as ghosts yeah i don't know what what you talking about oh you're gonna have an outfit i want to have an outfit i don't know i would probably (laughs) want to die in a dress because i really hate wearing pants yeah i also just want to make my own clothes too but that's a lot and i don't know how to do that those are a very tiny sewing machine. Yeah, that I haven't gotten out of the box yet. Well, what the heckers? I should. Well, it daunts the the task of taking it out and committing to something is daunting, so I just ignore it. Yes, I, I mean I know how to use a sewing machine. I can show you how to use it. That would be great, and then I'll make you child, poofy dresses. I uh, took sewing classes. If I make you dresses, will you wear them? Possibly. <laughs> Enough for me. Moving on. <laughs> One of the other things we learned this year is, in voting school, the Akashic Records is like a code in video games. Would you like to elaborate? (laughs) I think it's funny that she's reading my notes, but have no idea what the notes are for because we didn't do all of them in the video. What the notes are for? I just don't remember this video because I say that it's not like code in a video. I think it's like genes in a genome. It's the same genetic code. It's the same, yes, it's the same concept. It's literally the same thing. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we did an Akashic Records podcast. Go listen to it. And um, we talk about how the Akashic Records is like this big spiritual library that controls the information of everything in existence. So it's like the code center of existence. So for me... I'm not the biology major, so I think about it in a video game sort of way. So each person has a set of scripts that define how you are going to exist in this specific realm. So things like you're a physical being, you cannot go through a physical wall that's against the rules. You're going to smack into physical wall. You cannot go through it. Those are the code aspects that are going into your quote-unquote dna but that is the information that comes from the akashic records i smack into a wall what you said the code is like that you can't smack into a wall no i the code is that you do smack into a wall you can't go through the wall (laughs) i'm so confused i remember doing the akashic records video but i don't it's like the same thing with parallel universes things come out (sighs) of my mouth and then i forget them so you're a physical being right if I yes. throw a ball at you, is it going to hit you or is it going to go through your essence? It's going to hit me unless I move out of the way. That's the code of the Akashic Records. 
You're a physical being. You get hit with physical ball. That's the code. So in a video game, you code everything. So, for example, in a video game, you might code, I don't know, the up arrow means that you walk forward. That's the code. But also, it's more complex than that because the up arrow is saying, you're going to walk in this way. It's going to happen like this. This is the animation. This is the things that can happen when you're walking. That is the code in which is in all of us within our genes of DNA that allow us to be physical beings or spiritual beings. So for us, we are both. We have a physical body, but we also have a spiritual body. So the physical body has the code that says, I can't walk through walls, even though the spiritual body could possibly walk through walls. The physical body says, we can't do that, so we don't. (laughs) It doesn't happen. Got it, got it. That is the code from the Akashic Records. And when we were talking about it, Liv was saying that it's similar to the code within your DNA. Yes, because one thing makes everything else. So the Akashic Records are the code of the world. Not just yep. the physical world, but the physical and non-physical worlds. And each one of you have an Akashic Records spirit guides. Because I mentioned this nonchalantly in one of our other videos or something. And someone commented and was like, the Akashic Records is in all of us. And I was like, yes, but also generally you have someone that is like from the Akashic Records. They're kind of the, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. They want me to say moderator. Because they're not the game maker. The game maker is higher than that. But you have a spirit guide that is usually associated to the Akashic Records. And they hold your life book. And your life book is uh, your soul contract or your plan for your life when you exist here. So each one of us has one. Yeah. Well, I also see where that person in the comment is coming from. They're like, the Akashic Record is within us. Because I know separation (laughs) is an illusion. But like, but it's also true. It's in your code. (laughs) It's just hard when you're a physical being and a spiritual being because you have two sets of code and you don't really have a lot of access to the spiritual side because you're a physical being. So you have a spiritual being that helps, they want me to say, be the glue between the two. Mm -hmm. Because when you come here, you have the code of this is your life, this is your soul contract, but also because you're physical, you're going to forget all of that. Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) So... You have someone that's from the Akashic Records that knows what's supposed to happen to help you because you forgot. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Speaking of being a genetic code of the Akashic Records as well as having the genetic code of the Akashic Records, because that's how I interpret that. You as a physical being are a piece of the DNA, but you also are a piece of the biggest part of like you are the entire dna strand itself like the you are the genetic code but you're also a piece of the genetic code and it's like oh man that's hard to think about what are you talking about of everything yeah well like yeah. we're you are making up piece. you're making up the genetic code but you also are the genetic code well yeah which is hard to wrap your head around it's like when people say uh god is in within everyone it's the same thing because we are God. Mm-hmm. We are the cells so, of the body of God. Talking you know? about gods, let's talk about how we can manifest things into existence. Yeah, so this goes along with the uh, the ghost tenting thing. Because we went to the Bel Air house and it was weird. Number one, you're going to get that podcast soon. But 
We did this video a super, super long time ago, and there should be a podcast with it, that you have the ability to essentially manifest things from nothing. And what that means is Liv did this, like, research on this topic, and she talks about this place that is quote-unquote haunted. And these people decided that they were going to create this fictional character that never existed. They were going to write their entire backstory in regards to this fictional character that does not exist, right? So Mm -hmm. they put people to go to this haunted house and they have a list of the spirits that are there without their backstories and people that were in the investigation picked up on these fictional characters and figured out their backstory that these people decided upon without ever being told it directly from these people so they technically manifested something from nothing into existence and we see that actually a lot with like famously haunted locations in a type of like poltergeisty way yeah these people i think it was like seven people they were all mensa members which is like a really elite smarty pants like you have to have an iq over a certain amount uh, to be in the group and like em said they had the it was an i think it might have i don't remember if it was a haunted location or a non-haunted location i think it might have been quote unquote haunted in the video so whatever that well means. i think it's because they made it haunted that's the thing but again i have to go back and re-research it but basically they made up a story for a fictional person and we're like i don't know timmy may the the badass is going to be the person that haunts this place this is his backstory so they had paranormal investigators come in after these seven party pants people created and we're like we have to believe with all our heart like insert dragon tales theme song here and what ended up happening is people started experiencing the paranormal activity that these people literally fabricobbled into existence, which is weird. But yeah, I think that has a lot to do with gods and deities. And then, like Em said, going to haunted locations and manifesting poltergeisty things. So we went to the Bel Air house and you'll get that in the future. So I'm going to try not to spoil it for you. But it's basically when we went there. There were ideas of souls that were there that were, like, scary beings. People talk about this little girl that supposedly haunts the Bel Air house that is kind of like a, what do I want to call it? People usually think, like, dark entities use innocent images to pull you in and have them trust you. So they think that aspect is happening in the Bel Air house. However, it's not that it's not necessarily happening. It's that this idea that a little girl is this like demonic entity has been manifested into the place itself. So if you go there and you're like, I'm scared because this little girl is going to like do scary things to me, it almost lights this thing up as like an animatronic and then it starts doing haunting activities, poltergeist activities. Mm -hmm. which is super scary and i think it's funny that people are so scared of children i just don't like children running with their bare feet on the floor that is different than children themselves well no she's they're saying they're afraid of children's spirits Liv is just afraid of children walking barefoot on the ground they could be alive or dead no no well if if they're alive i'm gonna think they're dead and that's what's gonna scare me so no you literally socks you i 
you told me that when you're going to have kids, that you're going to force them to always wear socks because you don't want them running barefoot on your hardwood floors. <laughs> Correct. Living or dead, doesn't matter. <laughs> Still Correct. scared of that. If you're a soul, you better put your socks on before coming into my house. But yeah, there's a lot of stereotypes around child spirits. People are usually very uncomfortable, scared, because they're like, did this child die because they were, like, young and died at this point? But, in fact, a lot of times souls die later and come back as children, and there's a whole bunch of things that could be happening. But regardless, this location, there is a manifested dark entity. It is basically a manifestation of the fear of a little girl that may or may not be demonic haunting a location. So it happens. <laughs> Manifesting wow. something out of nothing. Uh, yeah. It's a fun now, time. The next thing we should talk about is our new spirit guides question oh. mark. I didn't know if you were going to do that one. I have new spirit guides. Do you have new spirit guides? Let's see. I think the I just one? have the hawk one. Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> um... I think the last one that we talked about for you was the rock man, your rock monster. Rock man? Yeah, your rock monster. I think that's the oh. last one that we did like a full thing on. That's true. David? Yeah. Yeah, I think I have this, well, Emma has this new owl spirit guide and I have this new hawk spirit guide. They're actually ladies. It's just like the sign that they've been manifesting for us. And I still don't know what to make of it, honestly. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what she's supposed to help me with. I just keep seeing hawks all the time and I've looked it up and it's like in it's like outside of their like I was trying to rationalize why I was seeing hawks so much. So I looked up when their like mating or breeding season was because I was like, it just has to be because they're like getting jiggy with it, right? No, it Dude, doesn't I don't matter. See hawks. I just <laughs> keep seeing hawks repetitively. I don't see hawks horribly haunting my life. And I live in the same place as you basically. But yeah, I have Lunessa. But I also have, I think it's Roshaku. He's a dragon spirit guide. And I figured him out during our dragon podcast where we talk about where dragons come from, that type of thing. But he's this red spirit guide. He's a red, he also has like gray associated to him. And he looks like a Chinese dragon and he's absolutely massive. And he told me because I was like, is he new, Liv? Did he just step forward recently? And Liv was like, yeah, in the last, like, two weeks. And then we look over and my graduation cap from high school, no, from college, is a red dragon. <laughs> he told me that he stepped forward in the middle of high school because that was when I was dealing with panic disorder stuff. And if you always don't know, red spirit guides usually deal with when you feel you are not safe or secure, they usually come in to help you feel safe and secure. They create a stability or are feeling of a security blanket. So he came forward. I don't know if I've ever talked about serendipity in depth, but serendipity is a mermaid in the sense of like the little mermaid half woman half fish and she's associated to blue is that what you see her as she's got a blue tail yeah she's associated to the fey realm so she is a fey mermaid i usually see her associated to yellow energy she wants me to say yellow and blue because it helps me understand the physical things because yellow and blue create green so Yellow deals with emotional intelligence 
and it's also just like thinking and figuring things through and then blue is this like higher spiritual understanding of things so when you look at something you're able to understand beyond what you see in front of you so for example if someone were to walk in front of you it's like you know who they are without them opening their mouths you have an understanding of this person in front of you or this thing in front of you so she's like you have a lot of purple and blue energy and it makes you really have a hard time relating to physical things so that's why I'm here because I give you the blue, which is that higher spiritual understanding, and I relate it back to more physical ideas, which therefore would create the color green, which deals with physical understanding. It's like I understand the backgrounds of things so that I can understand the physical aspects of it. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, or did really I talk pretty. in circles? Okay. That's why serendipity comes in, and every time she talks, it's very certain there's no like game there's no interpretation there's no like lost in translation it's this is what is coming to my head this is the information blunt i think i talked about Phinea. Phinea is a purple spirit guide she helps me with she wants me to say purple and pink yeah but she helps me with mediumship and then pink pink spirit guides usually when people have pink spirit guides it's because they are caring towards other people almost at their own expense because they're like I will literally push you out of the way of a moving vehicle in order for you to be happy and exist so they will take on the like trauma so that you don't have to so a lot of times you'll have a pink spirit guide because you need the self-love back so that's what Fanea usually does for me in regards to that but it's also in a very mental sort of way because purple is it's like mental or psychic energy it happens within your mind or in your headspace it's very beyond physicality but it's because again i have a lot of associations to purple i have a very purpley aura which says a lot about me i'm one of those people that are like what do you mean we can't go to the stars? Like, what is the problem? We just need to make a ladder tall enough. And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm talk- we're not talking about this or this or this. <laughs> like, talking purple, about a giant ass ladder. <laughs> purple aura people do not see physical restrictions. They're like, but what if we do this? Then we'll be able to do it. I promise. <laughs> and that's why we have a business talking to dead people purple aura energy that is true and then lunessa lunessa's the not the newest one because i just got one but lunessa sorry i'm listening to her because i've never actually talked to her like this before she like strings things together because she shows me white and gold white is crazy when i see white spirit guides i it says things about you as well So if you think about the color white, it's very physical light, or sorry, visible light. Visible light is made up of all of the colors. When you see rainbows, that's the visible light being separated out. So when the spirit guides come in and they tell me that they're associated to the color white, it's usually someone that has this overreaching understanding of every aspect of things. And usually people that have that type of energy struggle to know the difference between what is real and what is not real 
because it's like you see the physical thing in front of you you see through the physical thing in front of you like you understand the code of it and you understand the spirituality of something so it's like if you had a still life that you were drawing in front of you the people that have white energy don't need to walk around the object to see every angle they just know what it looks like that is white energy and she is associated to white energy which is why it's my step up but she's also associated to gold because she's like gold is the thing that strings all of the other things together i don't know if that makes sense but that's what she's telling me yeah that's why your guide that's the owl is white and gold and mine as the hawk is gold and white because she told me the same is, thing for yours. Yeah. Twin flame know. bullshit. I, <laughs> it's because this part of our she, life is together. That's why we have two spirit guides that are very similar, but different. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Lunessa is associated to the moon. She is the essence of the moon, Lunessa. <laughs> um, but she kind of, she looks similar to Yue to me, but like her hair looks different and her outfit is different, but she has white hair. And she's in this bluish sort of outfit. The last spirit guide that I just got, Liv says his name is Stefan, but he tells me that it's because Liv doesn't get to know things about it because I have to figure it out. But he is yellow. <laughs> when I get masculine spirit guides, it's interesting because I'm very feminine soul and I get scared off from masculine energy. So he's associated to the color yellow. I see him. He kind of looks like older Peter Pan, like he has a bowl looking cut, but it's more like fringy instead of like straight across bowl cut. And he's associated to yellow, like I said, which is emotional intelligence. But he's like, now that you've gotten to this point, I am able to help you express your emotions in a more concise manner which is what the uh, yellow energy is associated to, emotional intelligence and figuring things out. So he's like, you are figuring out things about yourself instead of trying to create a mask to fit what other people want you to be. And now you're going to be able to express that energy outwardly in a concise and orderly manner, which is why I'm here. And it's also why I'm masculine. Because you're going to do it in a masculine way instead of the passive way that we've been doing it for a while and what i mean by that masculine energy is very much like it's like rock energy it's i'm here this is my truth you're not going to change anything about it it's gonna be like this whereas feminine energy is like here's an obstacle let me change things to move around it and that's that passive way of doing things and they're like you do that however with the things that are in regards to you and your emotions you need to stand strong in a masculine way, which is why I am presenting as masculine for you. Do I have any other ones that are new? I think that's it. Unless you see so. any. <laughs> Did I ask you about a little lamb a while ago? A little lamb? I don't know. I don't remember Maybe that. that was in a dream. I've been having <laughs> weird dreams again. Do I have a lamb? I don't know. Okay. Like, I know you want one of those sheep that are white, but then they have the black face and the black ears. Yeah. Maybe that has to do with something. Not necessarily a spirit guide, but like your spirit guide's giving me information about something that I am not. Yeah, I want those sheep that are from adept. Scotland. I forget what they're called, but they're they look like freaking things from storybooks. That's not a real sheep. That can't be. But I want them everywhere. <laughs> I just want to go to Scotland. Yeah. That's funny. That's why when we read that one girl, 
I saw those sheep and I was like, I think your past life is from Scotland. Do you want to go to Scotland? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, same. Yeah. Do you have any other spirit guides that are new? Just your five? I think just the five for now. Well, tell us about your hawk guide. Is this big lady? Looks like one of the people from Maximum Ride. Have you started dogging book series? Her? Yes and no. I don't know. I try to talk to her, but I feel like I can't. She's kind of like a badass, but intimidates me. I don't mm -hmm. know. I feel like she has to deal with courageous change, and I'm not courageous right now. So it's like the cowardly lion trying to talk to like a lady. She looks like the lady from those old films. You know what I'm talking about? Before the movie yeah. starts, they got that lady that has the globe and the giant wings behind her. Oh, yeah. That's what she looks like, but I'm the cowardly lion. <laughs> yeah. When I asked them if there were other spirit guides I wanted to talk, uh, Victoria told me that you've been dealing with things, so that's why people haven't stepped forward yet. Mm. Yeah. It'll be fine. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to start happening soon, and I'm just listing like a pickle for now. You're what? <laughs> Existing like a pickle. Uh-uh-uh. Like from Lilo and Stitch, she's like, these are my friends. I had to punish them. I feel like the ones that are being punished. In a pickle, in a pickle jar. jar? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Anyways, I think I realized how pet psychic readings work. Mm -hmm. Because for the longest time, I would get information sometimes that had nothing to do with what an animal already knew something about. It was almost information was being given on behalf of the animal, sort of like an omnipresent viewpoint like when you go to the doctors and the parent talks for you you're not actually talking to the doctor yeah. so when i talk to animals the information that they give me is very similar to how a soul communicates with me only they're alive which is interesting but when i get information is that omnipresent sort of view of the on behalf of them this is what they would like it's from my spirit guides or spirit they're talking about the animal like Want this toy and the owner's like but they've never had that before then you know i don't understand why i just am telling you because that's my job and then i've gotten emails where like i got that toy that they've never seen before and they love it and i'm like that's good i'm glad yeah because so, they used to tell me that they like certain colored things but like dogs don't see colors like we do yeah so the way that spirit translates that information for me is that way which is cool <laughs> now lastly is m learned how to stream oh i didn't think you were gonna say that why not because i don't know what to say oh. about it we have a streaming oh. channel go watch it all the people where they can find us and what we stream about well it's on youtube and i stream spooky video games and we talk about our lives yeah good time it's fun i enjoy reading all of the people's comments like while it's happening <laughs> We're designing The Conjuring House in The Sims 4. Currently. Which has probably also already happened because I think this is going live on Sunday. <laughs> so but what do you think go we're going to learn next year? Your mom? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, you already think? know all about my mom. I don't know. What do you think? Seems like you have hey, an idea for this question. Joke's on you. Uh -huh. I have no idea for this question figure it's something that we should talk about you know like manifesting i feel like next year we're gonna learn oh, a lot about traveling learn yeah. <laughs> we're gonna learn a lot we're about going well, i've never it. really traveled before though i'm not a well-traveled pickle <laughs> you're funny that's probably why you have a bird spirit guide sorry because <laughs> mm, they like to troll me forever and always yeah 
Because I I always see her, like, female version of, what's the one with the, like, feather heels or the uh, wing heels with the Achilles heel? (laughs) Well, that's a a different, but the dude with the feet, I I forget. I can't remember Greek mythology. How I see her. Mm. Look how fast I am. Fast as fuck, boy. Boy. Travel. We're gonna we're gonna end the podcast with manifesting. We're gonna learn a lot of positive things about traveling. Positive. <laughs> positive Are you scared about traveling? We're gonna positively travel all over the world, and I yeah. think we're gonna have our own TV show. Uh uh uh. By manifesting our own I TV wanna, show. I want to collab with people. Most of you people are in LA. You so. people. You people. Most of the people that contact us are like, oh my god, we should do a collab. Where do you live? I live in. LA and we're like oh god it's gonna be expensive <laughs> we live on a planet in which licking doorknobs is illegal it's just staying there going it's expensive, there eating existing. there <laughs> LA is just the expensive place in existence you know what I'm saying <laughs> so yeah. regardless of where we live or where we are going there is just so expensive so That's we're manifesting true. that we're gonna have the money to go to LA and meet all of mm-hmm. our lovely spiritual and paranormal friends and do a whole bunch of collabs. Yeah. We're going to have our own TV show. I think but that would be hilarious. Our own TV show? Both of us? Yes. Gotta manifest it and then we'll react to it, but also forget about it next year. React to our own TV show? No, react to our manifestation goals in this podcast. Ah, uh, 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 got it. Yeah, I want to hit 100,000 uh, on YouTube. Ah, uh, ah, uh, cringe. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. We're going to have 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, we're at 33 right now. 33,000. Mm-hmm. And by 2023, we're going to have 100,000, if not more. I mean, we it's going to be thanks. a million. million. One million. One million. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> we're going to have 2,000 patrons and go to the Conjuring House, too. I think we should do it before we hit 2,000. I didn't say when it was going to happen. I'm just manifesting the fact that we're going to have 2,000 lovely patrons and go to the Conjuring House. Oh. Because, uh, uh. again, I think I say this in most of our podcasts. I want Patrick to take us. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'll ever hear this? It's always at the end of our podcast where it sounds like we're not talking about things anymore. So people probably click off. Yeah, but we always put the little happy thing after the, we do the, the funny- happy thing. We do the funny excerpts at the end of the video that only, like, the hardcore fans ever listen to. Well, yeah. That's why we do those. (laughs) 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 To keep them there or to keep the secrets from you guys. You gotta listen to the entire podcast. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) Secrets. Yeah. Yeah. When we uh, manifest and go visit Patrick to do a collapse with him, we'll we'll plant the seed of, Patrick, don't you want to take us to, I think it's Rhode Island where the Conjuring House is? And maybe go there. <laughs> oh, and we could go to a lighthouse. Lobsters. Yeah, there's a lighthouse in Florida that I want to go to. I'm sure there's one in Rhode Island, too. <laughs> I mean, probably. But I know of one that's haunted and we could probably go to in Florida. So, did you guys <laughs> like our manifestation thing that we did? Everyone's like, you're not manifesting right. You're probably Who's not saying entirely that? wrong. What do you mean? No, 
I feel like people, sometimes people think that you have to like do things in a certain way, like step on your left foot, don't forget it. But I think having a podcast well, where we just casually manifest things is good enough. You still have to do something. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just be like, I'm going to be a millionaire and then sit on the couch for three years. <laughs> You're not going to be a millionaire sitting on the couch. I don't know. What you if have you to put win, like, action towards it? If you, if you win, win the lottery. then you put action towards putting your ticket into the lottery. Or a relative Manif- dies that you don't know is a millionaire, and then they get all of their fortune and their 12 cats. Manifestation doesn't just happen because you do nothing. You say that things are going to happen. Manifestation happens because you put yourself in the right place. You're putting action towards the goals that you have, and you're going actively towards those goals. So, for example, if you want a beach house, but you're not looking at beach houses, how are you going to get a beach house? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. So, yes, there are things that you have to do to manifest. You can't just say, I'm going to be a billionaire. Okay, how? (laughs) Because, like, that's a big goal, and manifesting means that you have to put your energy or your your vibration it has to match the things that you want to come to you so you need to put your mindset in the way of a billionaire in order to do such things so there are steps in which you have to do things but i think it'd be cool if we did another i think it'd be cool if we did another manifestation board but for patreon exclusives i would like that we're pretty much done with the one we did like two years ago yeah which is great like the only thing on there that we don't have is hiring people and i would like to hire people because stress (laughs) yeah we'll start with that so we need to come up with more goals and then film a video for patreon (laughs) (laughs) we can do that sounds like a good time yeah did you like our podcast about what we learned in 2022 and now what we want to do in 2023 what did you learn this year? You could comment this in a Apple podcast thing, or you can give us a dad joke and we'll read it in our podcast. Oh, yeah. We don't have any new dad jokes, though, because people have not been giving us dad jokes, so it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. You have the power to change that, though. Well, oh, everyone's been giving us lovely reviews, but no one has a dad joke. You guys aren't listening to the end. This is when all the secrets happen. Let me see. Dad jokes. Okay. Are you ready for the first dad joke that I found on the internet? Yes. I'm afraid for the calendar. Are you ready for the calendar? As in, like, the thing that you put the pasta in? Yeah, because I thought it was fitting. Because we're talking about next year and this year. Why are you afraid of the calendar? Its days are numbered. But on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Someone is calling me, but I don't know who it is. You want to pick up and put them on a podcast? Tell them that they're on a podcast. Those hammers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our patrons. I'm going to input your lovely names here. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recess lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.
Katie, Melissa, Twilina, Maddie, Ray, Kelsey, Sierra, Shade Comet, Michelle, Taylor, Charlene, Emma, Michelle, Hannah, Shelly, Ray, Putita, Jeanette, Shawnesha, Casey, Amanda, Simon, Jonathan, Buzzy B, Jessica, Megan, Stephanie, Cynthia, Aaron, Jalisa, Melbendel, Caroline, Cynthia, Stuart, Taylor, Alexis, B. Russell Sprout, Amy, Noel, E.C., Francesca, Moonlight, Jessica, Jada, Felicia, Destiny, Amy, P. Mandarin, Ziggy, Living Susie, Noel, Jocelyn, Leanna, Kate, Leah, Nancy, Chloe, Astral Heart, Jen B., Cindy, Joanna, Lily, Anthony, Elizani, Trinity, Kara, Kimberly, Delilah, Judy, Hazuki, Byron, Ilse, Chloe, Lena, Rob, Jennifer, Metric, Nancy, Christine, Astral Walker, JT, Savannah, Ellie, JD, Sarah, Todd, Erica, the Wildflower Child, Mia, Isabel, Jeremy's Random Life, Alex, Amanda, Azale, Bethann, Maria, Haley, Idhara, Faith, Alex, Caitlin, Sasuke Magician, Lori, Mercedes, Christine, Terry, Christina, Sky, Marie, Sheba, Elise, Stephanie, Jay, Kiana, Tiger Lily, Chloe, Natalia, Michelle, Joshua, Miranda, Veronica, Parker, Jennifer, Brian, Lauren, Shun, Talia, Brianna, Salvador, Hannah, Alexis, Aquarius, Natasha, Izzy, Kat, Sydney, Kate, Ashley, Sharon, Melissa, Raggle Maggie, Tuesday, Sarah, Cole, Mama Lama, Danielle, Susie, Lisa, Charlotte, Allie, Leslie, Danielle, Jason, Kyla, Practical Sapphic, Samantha, Janice, Angelina, Titus, Emily, Justine, Kathy, Ashley, Veronica, Gibby, TMQ927, Alexi, Petra, Sinji, Liam, Jay, Pamela, Lucas the Spider Fanatic, Jasmine, Emily, Keely, Lacey, Jinter, Lanita, Kara, Sandrine, Kiera, Jennifer, Rena, Samantha, Clarissa, Brittany, Miss Alice, Nelson, Sarah, Ashley, Sarah, Angie, Julie, Synth, Hannah, Ryan, Amy, Tasha, V, JCLO, Leslie, Shelley, Donnelly, Jasmine, Julie, Brittany, Paige, Marin, Christina, Christopher, Connor, Alicia, Vanna, Amber, Sitley, Courtney, Rita, Abril, Aki, Sergio, Asteria, Brandy, Gaymeyer, Brooke, Lee, Ashley, Dallas, Sarah, Alisa, Gannon, Veronica, Chris, Emily, Meredith, Lindsay, Beth, Ashley, Annalie, Tara, Brandy, Marcy, Rosora, Megan, Faith, Jessica, Yasmin, Glow, Amba, Brooke, Ellie, Flavende, Leanne, Ocarona, Liliana, Anya, Abby, Sarah, April, Cassie, Joanne, Helen, Natalie, Alec, Sarah, Amanda, Tuna, Izzy, Alexa, Gokatsi, Sophia, Bria, Katie, Bees, Brittany, Kendall, Shandy, Riley, Riker, Jay, Lucretia, Kristen, Kima, Samantha, Erica, Ian, Vanessa, McKenna, Shannon, Cindy, Mev, Trinity, Cass, Violet, Peyton, Mac, Jenny, Laurel, Bradley, Sandy, Nas, Sherry, Katie, Charles, Flo, Abby, and Malake. And uh, we hope to see you in the next one. Make sure you like, subscribe, I don't know, whatever you do for podcasts. Leave us an Apple review with dad jokes. (laughs) Pretty, pretty, please. We need more dad jokes in our reviews. Uh, We 100% absolutely love and admire all of the 
good reviews that you give us, but if you could leave dad jokes in the review, it would be a 9 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10. Maybe higher than a 10 out of 10. Till then, the audio meta kicks. Punching sound. Wow. Ending theme song. And talk some schmack. So, how red are your cheeks, Liv? Because <laughs> we never talked about the spiritual spanking thing. Nah, they're pretty red. <laughs>